Good morning. Day. Chilly morning it is. Don't know if there's any point in my saying that it's chilly. It's mid-November. You should just sort of assume that for the next few months, every morning is chilly. It's a pretty morning, but dark. We're going a slightly different route today just because why the hell not? It's probably about 6.20, 6.30. We were delayed a bit because Miss Ripley found herself a little too excited. You know, I let them go running outside every day before I do the walk. But Miss Ripley, she just waits until she gets out on the open road. I don't know. Dogs, man. Dogs. So, I didn't get caught up on my word count, but I don't care. I did maybe, maybe 300, maybe 400 words. I had a chance to uh, use Sancho Panza's steed's name, which was fun. I mean, it's always nice when you can have a corollary in your book to one of the greats. You basically have the situation where you go, I need to name an animal. I think I'll pick the name of Sancho Panza's donkey, because it fits the second string character having a ride. Apparently, there's some contention. Sorry. Apparently, there's some contention over the name of Sancho Panza's steed, the donkey Rusio. Rusio means dappled. And so the donkey was. So people say that that was Cervantes' way of showing that the servants, the lower classes, they had no expectation of uh, ownership, I suppose, permanence of their things. A great man will name his charger proudly, but a servant assumes that he will use the donkey. He will use it as a pack animal until it dies, and then he'll get another. He sees the donkey that way, and he sees himself that way, as a servant, as an asset. And so they say that's why they, why he named it Rusio. Describing it more than naming it. I disagree. Personally, I believe that Cervantes was trying to say that in the same way that Don Quixote suffered from a uh, excess of imagination, so too his uh, his grounding force 
lacked imagination. I mean, if nothing else, Sancho Panza existed to counterpoint Don Quixote. And what better counterpoint is there for excessive imagination than to name the donkey Dappled. Anyway, I had a chance to use the name and I just like the way it sounds. Rufio, Rufio. A little close to Rufio, which might make people think that I was ripping off Steven Spielberg's hook. Rufio. But it's not spelled anywhere near the same, so I'm cool. And hey, if I get one person to look up where Rufio came from, and in doing so, learn about Sancho Panza, and possibly in doing so, learn about Don Quixote. The man, whole trip's worth it, right? It's a brass ring right there. Anyway, well, that and selling a lot of books. <laughs> For we are mercenary. Um, I said I didn't get a lot of words done. Um, but there's a very good reason for it. I uh, took my spreadsheet and I folded into it the secondary storyline of Civil War. And uh, I noticed two things. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, first, I noticed that this did change the story dramatically. People were rushing around doing different things. I tried to figure out what a civil war looks like in that world. And uh, that was interesting. But even when I did so, I uh, I noticed that the different parts that need to be to- that needed to be told, different parts of the story that I would need to tell, dovetailed perfectly in with the uh, um, in with a story that was already there which is to say I'm still able to uh, I mean I had my deus ex moment where the hero comes forward and sets everything right and the funny thing is I've still got that deus ex moment I mean it still all dovetails into that crazy ending I say ending, it's middle of the story, really, but end of the second act, I suppose. Where, on the plus side, the hero doesn't just pop up and say, all right, everything's all better. It's more like the hero pops up and says, all right, I'm ready to make everything better. And then he looks around at the blasted, burnt uh, landscape and says, oh, crap. Not sure I want to do this anymore. (sighs) So, since I haven't walked this way before, I have no idea how far one mile is. 
I feel pretty stupid if I've already walked a mile and a half or something, but I doubt it. Let's ask Robot Woman. GPS has been acting a lot nicer today. Yep, 77.77 miles. So I figure a couple of blocks that way should do. Still loving the glass, by the way. I uh, ran into the per first person who was, who seemed seriously unnerved by it yesterday. <laughs> and oddly enough, it was the best man at my wedding. Um, I mean, I don't think, I, he wasn't as uh, upset as you hear people being. It was just, he'd constantly look at me and then go like, are you recording me to the internet right now? And I was like, no. I, you're not doing anything cool. <laughs> and yeah, I know it looks weird. I think in the end that's going to be the biggest barrier to acceptance for glass. It's not the fact that you could be recording people. It's just the fact that Starts looking all cyborgy. Of course, Google, being very smart, has uh, tried to head that off by putting fashion models in it. What we need, though, is. Uh, Dexter's Lab and Johnny Quest. I mean, Johnny Test. What we need is for kids to see cartoons where they see the geeks, the boffins, wearing these things. Google needs to make it like the ubiquitous white earbuds that Apple came up with. Make it a status symbol. Make it a symbol of... I mean, admit, alright, this is a symbol of the geek. Alright, embrace that. But make it the cool geek. Because these days, there are the cool geek. They need to have somebody on shield wearing these things while dissecting an alien or something. I mean, we see them with security cameras all over the plane already. But, uh, show Fitzsimmons wearing this while they're working. I don't know. I'm sure they got smarter people than me working on it. But it's what I would do. I don't know if it's coming through on the video, but there's some very pretty cloud formations that way. Pink against the blue. Of course, 
There's also a car coming that way. Miss Ripley is walking with me today. Seems rather casually indifferent to note that my only reference to her so far has been her less uh, less endearing traits. All right, how? Oh, right around one mile. I am awesome. All right, come on, flip over. 0.99. There we go. Boom. Wait, we're gonna make that tree. Monk pole. All right. And assuming there's no one coming, we're gonna cross on the other side so we can see the world from an entirely different viewpoint. The other side of the street. First crime ever caught on glass. Man jaywalks and records it. I seriously think we're going to run into that. We're going to see stories of people committing crimes with glass. It's got to meet a certain level of ubiquity, I suppose. But I've been saying for a few days, first guy who dies while recording a video using this thing, that's going to go viral. The inadvertent snuff film made with new technology so that you see what the victim saw right up until the last moment. I noticed the other day that when this thing completely powered down while I was recording a video, not Glass's fault, you understand? I mean, it was just... I just ran it for 40 minutes straight recording a video. So, uh, while it did that, um... It didn't delete the file. It didn't corrupt the file. Didn't leave it open. Any hanging file handles that were wiped up when it reinitialized, or I don't know, it may have recognized its last state and cleaned up. Whatever the case, the file was intact. So that when I plugged it in, powered it on, the file showed up. I was able to download it, stream it to the internet. Speaking of which, I put yesterday's video up on YouTube. I've got maybe a thousand subscribers and I'm a little leery about doing that because I know that these people are just there for calls for Cthulhu. And the calls for Cthulhu bunch is generally pretty, pretty uh, <coughs> reactionary, I guess, when it comes to their episodes. They want more, they want more. And I hate telling them that it's just not financially viable. I put together a donation page because I figured, all right, if I get enough money to 
pay for a month's worth of writing, then I'm better off making a new video. But but people aren't into that. I did a Kickstarter for one episode. I suppose I could do a Kickstarter for another. But I'll admit I'm a little soured on Kickstarter recently. Those are some pretty dogs. Alright. Well, my plan was to walk on that side of the street, but I'm not going to make it hard on Mr. Dog Walker there. Come on, Miss Ripley. Oh, I take it back. He's climbing the hill. His ward's in tow. Alright, so another little bit of jaywalking. Always look both ways, kids. And don't do drugs. Jaywalking is for losers. <sighs> so, I'm a little bit bummed today because yesterday, as part of my new plan, I am exercising and I'm watching what I eat and I'm writing first thing in the morning and uh, I got down to 200 pounds yesterday, which was a bit of a coup. What do you know? <laughs> they do go round and round. Anyway, um, got down to 200 pounds, which honestly I haven't done since... Uh, Oh, man. Well, it's been nigh on two years, I suspect. Since I've been that light. I usually hover around 210, 205. And okay, losing five pounds, whoop de do. But it's the first time I've done it in several years, so yay me. And I was going to be smart. Say, just because I lost the weight does not mean I'm going to slack off. So I was very careful during the day. I had my Carnation Instant Breakfast. Don't judge me. I've been drinking that stuff since I was 10. It's got all the vitamins and nutrients a growing boy needs. On 130 calories. Uh... So yeah, carnation is for breakfast. For lunch, I have two hard-boiled eggs, cold, yay. Uh, a bag of baked Cheetos, which is just about as bad as it sounds. <clears throat> but you know, I'm in it for the starches. Just enough to get through the day, you know? So, figure 170 on the eggs, 200 on the uh, baked Cheetos, and then I have a cherry Coke. 
Here's another 260. So, a little under 600, a little under 600 calories for lunch. And I was all proud of myself. 600 calories for lunch, 130 calories for breakfast. I'd had half of my needed calories in half of my day. It works out great. Nonetheless, famished. So when I got to dinner, we were having dinner with some friends, the Cruzans. Don't know if you know them. And, uh, and man, I pigged out. And it's not like it was a really heavy repast. It was basically a nice tomato soup and a uh, couple of grilled cheese sandwiches. And then a couple more grilled cheese sandwiches. And then a couple more. Enough grilled cheese sandwiches to give you heartburn. So, anyway, long story short, too late. I uh, woke up this morning to find out that I'd gone back to 202. So, brand fail. But, I am not, I am not forlorn. I believe that I shall once again regain that post at 200 and that in the next few weeks you will hear me say I have broken 200. I have whipped it like a red-headed stepchild. Now I get in trouble. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you're talking about you. Anyway. I'll admit there's a certain part of me that is nervous about this uh, morning walk show because I keep thinking I'm going to say something inadvertently like racist or sexist or something and uh, have to explain myself. Well, these days, you try to explain yourself, you end up sounding like Rob Ford. So, more likely, flat-out apology and flagellation Anyway, let's see. I will eat 200 by gum. And you're helping me with it just by listening to this show and making me think that it has popularity and therefore I should not shirk in my duties to write a thousand words every day and get up and walk at five o'clock in the morning. Good God. What was I thinking? Hey, today's Friday. I just realized that. Should have probably started with the date and time. But it'll be on the file. Look at the file name if you want the date.
I heard from one of the renters yesterday said that his mother had sent the check for rent, which is, you know, all well and good. Would have been nicer if it was sent on the due date instead of, you know, on the cutoff for the grace period every month. But nothing I can do about that. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. I have a house about 40 minutes, an hour away that I ran out to college kids. I've been doing that for a few years. It's a pretty dog. Sorry, you can't see him. That's a pretty dog. Um. The, uh, yeah, so I got renters in the Towson house, and, um, been doing that for a few years. It's not bad. I charge them basically the same as mortgage, which ends up hurting me more because. Because it's not just the mortgage. You gotta pay for a lot of other stuff. So I end up with a loss every year. But it could be worse not having renters. And end up paying for repairs and paying for the mortgage without any income. And that would suck more. So that's interesting. I just got a uh, low battery warning. Hoping it'll make it there. But if it doesn't, know that I bid you a fond good morning. And I hope you have a lovely Friday. Let's get another picture of Ripley. Ripley, sit. Stay. Stay. Ripley, yep, no, sit, stay. It's almost impossible, okay, to get a picture of her and the lovely morning. It's almost impossible to get both of them because I'm so flipping tall. I noticed that's one of the odd things. You see all these through glass pictures and they always look perfectly framed and everything and uh, every time I take a picture it's wildly off I mean off angle or way too far back I'm guessing it's just because I'm taller than most Focal distance, maybe, based on something else. Or, another possibility, since it's taking high-res images, these people are just clipping them. Which is, frankly, what I plan on doing with the screen grab of Miss Ripley here.
Yeah, but um, natively, this thing doesn't have a whole lot of settings on that. Focal length, that kind of thing. I'm not criticizing, mind you. This thing is better than sliced bread. But, uh, what phrase did they use before we came up with sliced bread? I mean, I have to guess sliced bread was around the 1400s. This thing's better than buckled shoes. Best thing since buckled shoes. Anyway, um, yeah, not complaining about glass. It is disruptive technology that will change the world. Just commenting on one of the nuances. I've been an early adopter long enough to know you don't demand stuff. You tell them what you want. You recognize patiently that this is amazing. And you let them come up with new innovations. I understand they're going to put a uh, media player in this. Tie glass to uh, Google Music. That should be cool. <coughs> Looking forward to that. It's only got 12 gigs of space, and honestly, I don't want to take up much of it with music when I could be taking it up with massive multi-gig video recordings of me and my dog because I got priorities. MP3s? Ain't nobody got time for that. Beautiful sunrise there through the stack of houses. All right, so coming up on the house now, I will bid you all a fond adieu. Hope you have a good morning, and if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. That's from The Truman Show.